Hey y'all, welcome back. We got another week of this stuff. How's it going? Hope you guys are all well. Um, not sure if anybody's quite in here yet since we just went live, but let us see. How are, uh, speaking of which, how are you guys doing today? Uh, about fuck you. That's how I'm doing. About fuck you. How about you, Max? Uh, I'm doing. You're doing? Busy as hell. What about you, I3? I am within normal parameters. Within normal parameters. I'm actually in a pretty good mood right now. I don't know how long that's going to last because we're about to talk about a bunch of shit that I don't want to fucking... Uh, I'm really tired of it being like this. I really am. We'll um, have you depressed within the hour. Yeah, we, well, or angry. Like I'm, I'm more angry than depressed, to be honest, at this point. I, I would like um, to hear more of his rants. I miss his rants. Whose rants? Both Paxton's. Paxton's, yeah. You guys have great um, so we're going to be talking about what's going on in Wisconsin. We're going to be talking about the police. We're going to talk a little bit about mandatory vaccines. Just a bunch of random stuff. We may, we may be having a guest on tonight. Um, keep your eyes out. Patrick Smith might be joining us too. I'm not sure when he's coming in or if he's going to be able to make it, but he might be, and that'll be cool if he does. Um, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to do. Like, so like, who wants to, who wants to, do we want to do the local stuff first and then move on to the crazy shit or what? Uh, I guess the local stuff, because it was mentioned first. All right. You got anything going on over there, Paxton? Um, mostly just that one thing that you showed me. Uh, I've been doing a research on the, the company. Uh, let me pull up exactly what their what company is called. What are they called? They're called... Uh, well, I know what their website is called. I'm just looking it up. I guess that is the technical name for it. Uh, Citizen Grown. Citizen um, Grown. But essentially, they're a uh, company that is trying to get it to where uh, people are growing weed on the small scale, um, or at least in community areas, kind of like community center uh, cannabis. Uh, yeah, I mean, com community grown cannabis, um, which. I'm not seeing anything negative about it thus far. They still seem like a newer thing. Uh, so unfortunately, I haven't got like a whole lot of information uh, yet. Uh, but I mean, it seems cool. I mean, the idea seems really nifty. I mean, anything that's local and individualized and teaching people how to take care of themselves and their community rather than focusing on large industrial scale businesses or government oriented things. I mean, it seems like a win win to me. It does. I, I like the cut of its jib. I'm uh, really interested to find out more about it and see if we can't get somebody from there to actually like come in and check us uh, ch and let us know what's going on with that and stuff. That'd be pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure on. we'll have them on here eventually. Stuff going on here is pretty cool. On Friday, we're going to have the JoJo bus and Nick's, Nick Sarwark is going to be hosting it. And we're going to have Ricky... I think he's really cool. You guys should definitely come out and see how it is. If you're in Arkansas, it's going to be at, well, let me get the information up for that place just to make sure. Um, I don't want to give the wrong directions. I'm going to pull up that. Uh, let me, gosh, darn it. I wasn't prepared. I forgot to pull. You, you, up. you have this set up, Mike. We <laughs> at I least know, right? up discreetly. Don't admit your faults. It's a sign of weakness. No, what's going with you locally? That way we can get the the silence 
Less well, well, they. Yeah, somebody how many days it. ago was it? See, shit. Now I'm not prepared. Um, <laughs> it was six days ago. So actually, just after last episode, uh, they released the body cam footage of Phoenix police killing a guy again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Lo, I think it was Ramon Lopez or something like. Or like, here, let me find out the name. His middle name was, or it was Ramon Timothy Lopez. Okay. So um, he was um, chased chased around, and um, you know when when you're getting chased by somebody, you run. So he ran, and uh, he tackled onto the asphalt in the middle of the road, held there for about six minutes. They assumed he was on illegal drugs without you know any basis for doing so. Like he ran away, so he must be high on something, right? Imagine wanting freedom. Uh, crazy. So they tackle him to the ground, hold him on the ground for like six minutes, and uh, he dies while they're trying to drive him away. They get him in the car, and uh, he dies. Because if, if you guys know nothing about Arizona, especially Phoenix, the North's different, but in Phoenix, super fucking hot. Um, That's an understatement we, we set, right now. Yeah, like we set records this year. I, I don't know if it's still going on, but we had like over 40 days of 110 degree plus weather. And this was happening during that. So, <sighs> yeah. People dying, uh, big which cream. is too fucking normal at this point. Is there any follow-up on it? Like, what's going to happen? They released the body cam footage, and as normal, I have seen nothing indicating the police will be held accountable. Oh, great. As it what, what do you expect? Oh, look, our guest is here. I'm going to pull them in. Like, oh, God, please help me. Welcome. Oh, my gosh. The man, the man, the myth, the legend. He's <laughs> here. Uh-oh, we don't hear you. You're muted. I think you're muted, dude. You got my <laughs> pronouns completely wrong, by the way. It's not them. It's Great Scott and 88 miles per hour. So I'd appreciate it if you'd give me get that right. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. 88 miles per hour, although that's uh, that's slow compared to what's in the Space uh, X uh, race right now. I'd, I'd rather go Mach 15 or something like that. Mach 88. Uh, sorry, I didn't notice those in Iowa. I'll make sure not to misgender you. Again. Only, only one thousand miles per hour. That's that's my speed. Well, just make sure you keep on top of that, Max. I'm curious to see if anything else comes of it. I mean, I'm Nothing not. Will. I'm not Knowing expecting it because no, no we've seen far too many police go without any form of 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 any sort of being held responsible at all. So, I mean, I expect that to continue. I'll and make sure to tell you when they're not held responsible, and I'll be there at the protests. So what I was trying to say before we switched over and I was unprepared is that it's here in Little Rock on Friday, August 28th. We're looking at 5 p.m. at the First Security Amphitheater. It's uh, and we're going to have Nick Star War hosting um, and it's it's and mostly come here and support Ricky Harrington because everybody hates Tom Cotton. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat or a third party or a libertarian or you don't even know what politics are. You probably hate Tom Cotton. So come out and meet Ricky. I'm probably uh, I mean, like, he's a pretty cool guy. I've met him myself. He uh, really does seem to give a crap. So, I mean, come out and meet him. Aside from that, there's not much going on yet. Um, I'm keeping an eye on it. 
not really sure exactly how this weekend's going to go. We didn't have protests and stuff like that pop up out of nowhere all the time. So we'll see what's going on. Any of you guys have any other local stuff going on that you want to share before um, we move on? Uh, Joe Jorgensen visited Huntsville this past weekend. All of the contacts in the Joe Jorgensen server that were from Alabama could not make it, so we couldn't get a live stream going. But we got some video, uh, recorded video we're trying to get from one of the organ um, people there. Um, the uh, campaign just uh, finalized ballot access in Alabama. She see she on the ballot in the state of Alabama. And uh, I just now noticed that uh, there are mayors and politicians locally here that are looking at budget crunches for 2021. And some services are going to get shut down and people are freaking out. Oof. So people are like have till the end of September to get something going. Otherwise, it's not going to be privatized. It's just not going to be there. It's not going to be there. Can they, I mean, are they really like, I'm, I'm kind of, I can't say I'm like horribly upset about it, but I mean, like, can they do that? Can they just drop it with nothing there? The, we're going to find out October 1st or the first uh, business day of October, uh, what happens. Cause right now the budget is very unclear. Both, uh, several municipalities along with Birmingham are unclear about their budgets because revenue has fallen due to, COVID lockdowns, which were not necessary in the, to begin with. Um, and nevertheless, uh, Tuscaloosa, just about 100 miles uh, west of here, uh, the mayor has ordered all bars to be shut down effective midnight tonight, today. Um, and this is a conservative part of the state. So uh, I don't know what the conservatives are doing, but they're not fighting this as much as I thought they would. First, they give us a reason to drink. Then they tell us we can't. It's a crisis, people. Oh, Jesus. So, but the good news is uh, George Orkinson's Discord server has reached 3,000 members. And we are on pace to get 1,000 more because, of course, because of COVID-19, we have hundreds of high school students and middle school <laughs> students wanting to fulfill their government civics requirement classes. And lo and behold, they're being introduced to libertarianism and Joe Jorgensen. So we as Discord uh, moderators have to provide some outlet for that. So we're preparing for that in the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited about the schooling pods that are going on here where people are like homeschooling, but they're getting together in groups to help each other be able to manage it and stuff. Like that's yeah. becoming a really big deal here in Little Rock. They've even like gone on the news a couple of times talking about it and everything. So hell yes get That's them schooling cool. pods in let's do that instead of having pod you seen those pods in school those pictures where every um <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is her yes i love that uh nice break um the, the the pods that you're shown in pictures at public schools where every student is like six feet apart and in a bubble like protective shield glass have you seen those pictures online Oh, God, yeah, I've seen those. That's not the kind of schooling pods I'm talking about. I just want to <laughs> those pods. Those I don't know how things. a school could fit those in there. Like, we, uh, maybe those are, like, nicer schools somewhere else, and I know that my state's got shit education funding, but <laughs> there ain't room to do that here. There was, like, 40 kids a classroom in a 30-by-50 classroom, so... Uh, to be honest, I, I, 
like to they, be honest, they uh, converted a few labs, and the labs also have large rooms too. Our <laughs> labs are still tiny to do that type of shit. That's crazy. I'm just saying that there's. What about you, Deco? Um, I, I know that like your local is really freaking foreign to the rest of us, but what's going yeah. on in Switzerland right now? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, first of all, I have never, um, I have not entered an uh, education facility since June, so I don't know what the definition <laughs> of uh, education pot is. I mean, is, is that is that weed which makes you smaller? I don't know. No, 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 no. Basically, it's where the neighbors get together in a group and the parents take turns and help with the homeschooling of the children. Yo, I don't know. Most people here have the mentality to state. Hmm. state. Yeah, I hear too, but I mean, they don't really have a choice at this moment. Well, education well, pot also sounds like a pretty good idea. I think well, that we should back that. How is the uh, pandemic shit treating you guys? Okay. And what do you mean? Sorry. How, how's the pandemic treating you guys? Oof, oof. We're doing very fucking good. We, we don't have the oof or the coof. And then no. no, oof, no, oof. Oof, oof. Oof, oof. Okay. Oh, now we're banned. Uh, Maybe uh, okay. uh, we're banned. No, it's the, uh, we don't have curfew. Uh, I, know I, China. I know I didn't warn you, Patrick, anything, but is there anything interesting going on in Fort, in Texas? Uh, on the 29th? Yeah. We're having an event for my birthday. Is that your birthday bash? Yeah, it's the celebration of uh, Freedom and Bovinity 2020, also known as my birthday. We're going to go out and cook um, almost $1,000 of cow and serve it to the homeless in South Dallas. Wow. Yeah, I, hear, I hear you're like a master of the steak or something. I am an acolyte of the uh, holy bovinity, yes. <laughs> uh. I'm looking, oh, right now I'm looking forward party. to figuring out how that went. I wish I could make it, but I don't even think my bike's going to be ready by then. Oof. Makes me so sad. Big sad. Uh, I, f I found an article which will be very interesting. Hold on. Da, da, da. Um, the, the Swiss Health um, Institute have, has pulled out one more move. I mean, last episode I talked about how they fucked up their statistics. Right. Okay. They, now they pull off this. And we know that at winter, we, we are fucked up because they have the Rona and then the uh, flu comes, like seasonal flu. So they, uh, they oh, pull off, yo, could you please vaccine? But guess who they targeted? Who? Guess who they targeted? Who did they target? <laughs> Children with the age of six months. What? You don't shoot up flu shots to a ch child which has six months. How old are kids supposed to be before they get flu shots? Does anybody here know? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I got shot uh, when I was like eight months. I got shots, but not for flu. I mean, I never got flu shots. I got a shot for hepatitis B, but hepatitis B is like ne some next level shit. I'm not going to lie. We don't flu shot in my family. So, um, I mean, I don't do that. I don't do that. I, I mean, I do it for only for real shit. I mean, this is not in the name of health of a, of a nation. It is more like, please, we are, our organization is fucked. So we pull off, uh, the, the responsibility to a nation. Like, 
Well, while we're on that, like, on that subject, since we're going to have, um, since we were going to kind of talk about it a little bit, let's start with something light. Because I know I was originally going to, I was originally inviting Patrick here because I know we have some like different opinions on certain things, but I kind of feel like I don't want to like beat a dead horse, you know? Um, Why not? The horse won't mind. We'll pass by that here in a little while, but like, what do you, I want to ask each and every one of you guys, like, we'll start with, with one of you and move on. Like, pa Paxton, mm. if they do mandatory vaccinations, are you going to accept that? Why or why not? Uh, for the coronavirus specifically, or? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I'm... I, personally, I believe in vaccines. I think vaccines are good. I think most of the time uh, they're done in goodwill. But the moment uh, the government starts combining, uh, well, makes it mandatory vaccinations and starts having a hand in the vaccines, it's a lot less trustworthy. I would much rather trust like a, a billion dollar company than I would trust the, the government if that gives you guys any kind of perspective on how little I trust uh, the government. Because I don't exactly trust billion dollar companies either. Um, but yeah, I think all in all, vaccines are a necessity, uh, but I think that should be coming down to the individual. And I think it's a good example with our current population that you don't have to have 100% of the population vaccinated. I mean, it's been a very, very long time since we've had major outbreaks of any of these diseases that the vaccines are causing. And I understand that's because herd uh, uh, immunity. Uh, on the other spectrum, a little more grim spectrum, um, <coughs> if you have that fucking weak of an immune system, maybe we need to get it out of the gene pool in the first place. It's kind of a calling, a natural calling of the populations. <laughs> oh, God. The darkism kicks That in. went dark. Well, I mean, it's a fucking real thing. Like, people are so addicted to this idea that everybody has to live and that, you know, it, it, that's life. Bad things happen. Unfortunately, children die. That's the, the reality of life. Um and just brutal, brutal things happen. I think when it's a disease that's more of a, a crippling disease and stuff like that, and it just makes people's life miserable, I think that's more of a, something that we need to focus vaccinations towards. But if it's something that you catch and then you're gonna die afterwards, I think that's a whole nother thing. Um, I, I think those things are there in nature for a reason. I think those things are there to keep populations down. And until we can get to a trend where it doesn't look like the world's going to explode because of our population growth. I, I, I don't really agree with the whole everything needs to be vaccina vaccinated and we need to have everyone in a bubble. I think it makes us weaker as a species. Fair enough. What about you, I3? I um, am not for mandatory vaccinations, but there are three private entities that may require me to get it. Um, one is for a family because they're immunocompromised. Two is a personal friend and landlord who is of the age of being immunocompromised. And the third one is a private entity that if I want to re uh, go there for services, um, I would probably have to be vaccinated if I want to continue, uh, you know, perusing their services. Right. Uh, so those are the only three instances where I would require myself to get vaccinated. Other than that, I'll refuse. What about you, Deco? Okay, I mean, I'm against mandatory vaccines because um, I don't know if that exists in the US, but 
um, according to Swiss uh, law, it will be like uh, called the dam damaging of body. For example, if you want to get a tattoo in Switzerland, you have to uh, sign a contract where the, the one which makes a tattoo to you uh, it's, really? it's totally okay that he do, does it because otherwise there will be a damage oh, like to your body. Yeah. And I mean, you can't deny it because otherwise doing it mandatory, where's the point? I mean, uh, put, uh, putting up a needle, either if it's for a tattoo or for a shot, it's the same, uh, <coughs> according to me. And I mean, gen uh, vaccine general are very, very good. Uh, I mean, most ones are proven um, under certain uh, on certain tests and are very successful. Uh, I mean, the MMR is one of the most used ones. I mean, uh, here around everyone got it, but at the Rona, I will say, I mean, people push more into quantity than quality. Like, uh, I mean, it's like pushing it pushing up like Fallout 76. It has a lot of issues, but the release date is more important than effect. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, otherwise, I mean, I will not get it like now because it feels like, I mean, Russia goes like, yo, we're the first. I mean, it's not the space race. The times are over. Yeah, so those experiments are dangerous and the government should go down from their ego. What do you think, Patrick? What was the question? If they mandatory vaccines. end up requiring mandatory vaccines, um, what are you gonna what what would your what is your response to that? Are you gonna balk at it? Are you gonna accept it? Um, would you balk and accept? What why? Why would you take it? Why would you not take it? I mean, you have circumstances I, too, so. I think there's a lot of parallels to uh, the mask situation. Like I've been wearing masks for two years because of my daughter's medical situation. She's immunocompromised. Um, and uh, going out in public too, even, you know, when she was in a particularly vulnerable state, I have to be careful not to bring anything home that might put her life in serious peril. So for, this is not a new thing for me. The two years, the masks, it's just, it's just part of life because we have an immunocompromised person. However, when they started trying to order me and control me and tell me what to do on pain of, you know, threat of deadly force, fine, imprisonment, et cetera. Now you see me not wearing a mask when I go out because mm -hmm. people need to see people resisting authority and leading and owning themselves and making their own decisions. They need to see that it's possible to not always do what you're told. And just like uh, for the same reason I open carry my pistol every day, it's because people need to see that it needs to be more normalized. You know, when they see a, a six foot six guy with a gun and, you know, a wife and two little kids carrying them, smiling, loving each other, having a great time. That is a form of activism. So yeah. um, same thing. I, I think I think both of these two statements are true. Vaccines can hurt some people very severely. Some people. Vaccines are also very functional and can be safe and effective for many people. Both of those statements, those two things aren't contradictory. But when you start telling me what to do and trying to control my life, now you're fit for resistance. All of that aside, um, they're, they are rushing through a, a normal, I think the process of, of getting a vaccine sort of um, approved is like a 10-year process. And they're looking to have it done by like November at this point. So they're, they are severely short-circuiting the safety protocols for vaccines to get this one out. 
even if they weren't forcing it, I wouldn't probably touch it with a 10 foot pole at this point. That's a good point. What about you, Max? You don't actually have a choice, do you? Uh, well, they, they could tie me down. So technically I don't have a choice, but, um, the, the thing with the, I don't like the mandatory. I have made it clear that I support vaccination. I think that's a healthy thing. 99% of the time for the vast majority of the population. Um, and I do agree that there are certain situations in which you should openly resist control and you should do that sort of visual activism. I'm not sure if I believe that vaccines fall under that just because it's not as visible as carrying a firearm or not wearing a mask. Those things are very uh, plainly visible to the people around you, and that is a form of passive activism. But I don't think that vaccines fall under that. So that's not as much of a uh, concern for me. What I'm mostly concerned about is the safety of the vaccine. Mandatory or not, I'm going to go through the exact same process that I take with this vaccine as any other medical decision. I'm going to weigh the costs and the benefits. I'm going to see which is better, and I'm going to do that. It doesn't matter if they're telling me I should or that I shouldn't. I'm going to do what I believe is best for my health. And I just, until we have a vaccine and we have data to look at, I won't be able to make that determination. Fair. Um, I guess I, I should answer it too. Um, you guys hit on a lot of really good shit while we were going through that. And like, I feel kind of like I'm going to be repeating some of it. So, um, I mean, like, I believe that getting a vaccine is good if that's what you want to do. And I believe that vaccines are good, just like everybody else here seems to believe. But like, um, except for Paxton, who wants people to die. Um, half of you deserve it, at least. At least half. Yeah. Which half? Black-pilled, man. Anyway. Uh, I don't know, um, the ones with police. And, I don't yeah. actually have anybody around me that is immunocompromised or anything of that nature. And so, like, if they actually do try to come and force that vaccine on us, I am not going to take it. They're going to have to come in and pull me out and, and drag my ass kicking and screaming for it if that's what they want. Um, now, like, you know, there might come a circumstance that... Um, makes me feel like it's safer but I, I don't really feel like them coming out so quickly just like some of the rest of you um i think it's too quick i don't think that they've had a chance to test it i don't feel safe taking it and then if they were on top of that trying to force me it would be a double whammy so yeah no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it y'all can fuck around and find out about what happens if you try and make me i guess i i hope that it doesn't come to that i'm willing I mean, to die for less and with the time I would thing. prefer not dying to avoid a vaccine that seems not like the kind of virus yeah. that I want in my tombstone. But I mean, whatever. Dying for <laughs> vaccines, no, not the way that you're thinking. I mean, <laughs> and about the time bit, I, I'm not sure if it's that they're coming out with this way too soon. There's no way that's going to be safe. Or, hear me out, maybe this is a correct time period to get all of the scientific data figured out and they've just bloated it and made it way longer than necessary with their regulation and their required processes. So, and that's why I'm not sure. I, I can't say, oh, well, this is definitely not safe or that it definitely is. I just don't know. I need to do more research. Yeah. And I mean, like none of us are medical experts in here as far as I know. So like it's, it's yeah, yeah, we need like a, not a doctor disclaimer. We're not, and a not doctors. A we don't know how medicine works. So but I think that's the important part is that most people are not doctors. 
to expect them to just here's the information and like th there's a certain level of trust there whenever you're injecting people with various things for the most part and uh, this is what i wanted to point out uh after you know mike shared his opinion on it for the most part most libertarians anarchos and stuff like that that i've spoken to are for vaccinations they're just not for forced vaccinations yeah but the moment that you start bringing it up like yeah I'm, you know I, I just don't believe that the government should force vaccinations on people people start calling you a conspiracy theorist and all this stuff yeah, it really has nothing to do with that like if the government wasn't involved i would probably be taking the vaccines because i could go out there and do my own pri private research and all that stuff and determine if this is what i want to do or not do uh but the moment that the government starts pushing it on me that's wherever the we'll call it conspiracy issues come in play. I do not trust them because they have a history of not being trusted. I'm Native American. I have a reason not to trust the United States government. Mike has a reason to not trust the United States government. <laughs> Asian civilians have a reason not to trust the United mm -hmm. States government. Irish people, every single person should not trust the United States government. Anywhere and everywhere, every country. We've been everywhere. Uh, We've fucked people. you. We've fucked you multiple times. And then we apologized about it and then went back there and fucked you again. But we kissed you on the cheek while we did it. <laughs> that makes it bearable. Well, yeah. they, they're grouping conspiracy theorists. The, the, the far right is having conspiracy theorists about a pandemic or Bill Gates vaccination program or agenda, uh, was it 2025 or something like that? Agenda 21. And there's going to be a who don't want the vaccination. So we need to split that up and say, hey, we're not for those people that have conspiracy theory against all vaccinations like the anti-vaxxers do. We're actually for, you know, vaccinations. We're for private individual, you know, recommendations. Consensual, consensual, consensual vaccinations. It's like voluntary. If only there was a term for like people who wanted things to be like voluntary, like a <laughs> sort of like a, I don't know, like some sort of like, like an ism. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just I got it. It's Volvaxes. Volvaxes. Uh, it's consensualism. That just sounds like a kink somewhere. Volvaxes. That, 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 that sounds kinky and I'm uncomfortable now. It makes me think of the Volvo. <laughs> like a Volvo. The door is a jar. Look, what were you saying? Yeah, Cindy, go. What, what is horrible for me is that, um, I mean, here only, they only exist like sheeples and the, and the conspiracy uh, dudes. And I'm like, I'm a decent human who can think logically. And when I say I'm against mandatory uh, vaccines or, uh, or saying like a flu shot for a baby is not a thing, they will think I'm a... Uh, I belong to the crazy people. I'm like, yo, there's nothing in between. It's like A or B. Bullshit, yeah, Dico. We all know you're crazy. crazy conspiracy nut or your quote normal. People, people think. Whatever agrees with whoever's talking to you at the moment, okay. by the way. People Dico think. And people treat me that I am a conspiracy dude just because I'm an ANCAP. Just because I hate uh, police, the state, everything. I just hate this. It's okay, dude. Like, it's going to be that way for a long time, though. Get used to it. <laughs> People are always afraid of those who think differently. I feel especially bad for you because, like, there's fewer of y'all there, isn't there? I can, look, 
I can represent the U.S. better, and I'm trapped here. <laughs> anyway. At least the women are pretty there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you nah, the, the room, the room are horrible. I just want, I did, I don't know. If it wasn't for the move, uh, money, I will move to Spain. We need to get Nico a sex spot. That's what I'm hearing. That's, yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> okay, okay. Enough messing around. What do you guys think of the Jacob Blake killing? Yes, let's move oh. on. Sorry about that. We were getting What's yeah. that the, the, the guy in Louisiana. Um, seriously, we're going to move on to that topic. Yeah. Okay. Um, holy shit. Like, I thought it was going to be a quiet night. Uh, and I can't <laughs> understand why, in the middle of all of this shit, cops keep doing this stuff. Like, do they, do they have it in their head that, like, they think it's going to be okay? Like, we're just going to be chill with it this time or something? But hold on. Let's talk about what actually happened. Um, this guy allegedly this guy was breaking up a fight between two women and there's no video of that or anything like that but um the police came and well there were police there and they follow him around the car and grab hold of his shirt and just shoot him so many times like I think it was like uh, seven or eight i mean i hate to I hate go, to like go can you can we go around the room and get people's uh, opinion uh, was it a good shoot or a bad shoot well, I'm here, curious. hold on. Let's let people. Um, all right, if you have a weak stomach, look away for a minute, y'all. I see that. Apparently, his kids were in the car as well. What kind of pussy do you have to be to shoot him between the car door and the chest? Is like while they were grabbing him. It's not like he was like, "Oh my god, that guy's far away." There's no other way to stop him. Like they literally had hands on him. They could have pulled him back. They could have done any number of things, but they decided to fucking unload on the guy. Let's go around. Like, what, what do you think, Paxton? We'll start with you. We'll just go around like we did last time. Well, I mean, it kind of comes down to, I mean, I, I think all of us have talked to plenty of uh, military personnel. Uh, we've been, I think all of us have been doing this a while now. Uh, and I think we've all spoken about how they have, like, why are we not holding the police that are supposed to be protecting the civilians to the same standard that we're holding the military that are in actual hostile areas? Uh, where there's, you know, uh, unidentified explosives and um, militias that are actually actively trying to kill them. Um, but the in the military, they have, uh, I believe it's a three-strike system. They have to do a nonviolent form of trying to get a, a person to, you know, basically move away so there is no conflict. Then it's a non-lethal round, uh, uh, like a, a tracer or uh, something of that effect. And then finally, they, they're supposed to take a uh, non-lethal shot. The police aren't even doing that much. They are just, rather than go for any other means, even though they have means to non-lethally take someone down, they are going straight for kill shots. I think any of us, with, some of us with bare minimum knowledge of weapons, understand that maybe you should aim for the leg first, aim for an arm first or something, 
it makes no sense to have your gun pointed at the back of a person and shoot seven times. It, it, it makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely no fucking sense. I don't care what, what was in the vehicle. There was a thousand different ways that they could have stopped that person. There's a thousand different ways they could have de-escalated the situation before it got to that point. Instead, you have three people, three grown adults, pointing firearms that are loaded at an adult, and you're just expecting him to obey you. And to me, that's not okay. And the fact that there's people that are defending this and saying, you know, we need to, you know, he, he wasn't following orders. Fuck you. If you're the type of pussy that's going to sit there and take orders while three people are pointing guns at you, that's on you. That's not right. That's not the, that's not the land of the free. That is, that is force. That is the same thing that muggers do whenever they point guns at your head and tell you that you're going to do this or you potentially are going to die. So I assume that means bad shot. Very bad shot. <laughs> bad seven shots. I will, I will uh, be very uh, a little briefer than that. Um, two points. Um, oh, he's slow. Yeah. I only saw three seconds worth of video before the first shot was fired. That does not give me enough determination on whether or not the police de-escalated or escalated the situation prior. Number two, there were seven shots fired at point blank range. Now, as a police officer, does that not strike you as a way of disregarding not only training, but basically common decency of firing one shot, you're done. You should bring them down if that person is doing something violent, which I don't think that person was at all. But seven or eight shots seems like more of a murderous intent than a, uh, a escalation to uh, kill someone, um, which I think is also a murderous intent. So one, my first point is, I didn't have enough information to see whether uh, police escalated or de-escalated the situation. And number two, one shot only. That's all the officers should have. That's all the officers should need, if that. Um, and it's only a bad shot. I think that shot, right, uh, the second shot right at, after that, that is a murderer, in, in my opinion. And I think both the police officer and the police uh, department um, and the mayor and the governor should look into this severely, as well as the um, Department of Justice. That's my take. Just to quickly build on that, whether we saw the previous video footage or not, the point is, is that there was three adults that had three loaded guns on an unarmed person. Yeah, at the three, time. three dudes with guns versus one guy without. There, there was alternatives, one way or another. Deco. Can we, bring out the guillotine? <laughs> Can we bring out the guillotine? Yo, I mean, 1793 was a good year. <laughs> well, maybe for the French one. Not for the people with their heads in the guillotine. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, if, if, if he doesn't get a death penalty, then I don't know. I will think nuking an entire oh, police station. Getting the death penalty? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know. Um, I don't know if he will be part of a minority. Maybe. Oh wait, he's a cop. I mean, a cop and a minority. How will that in the U.S. penal system work? 
Oh, it just does. Cough trumps. It will implode. <laughs> it will implode. Try, try to try to convict a cop who's part of a minority. The system will implode. Well, yeah. I mean, they did kind of give the Asian guy from the George Floyd thing a run, or they ran him through. But I mean, like he's not really getting. Yeah, nothing ever happened. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Well, then it is the game. They pulled him out. in, I guess. What do you oh. What do you think, Patrick? Oh, I want to go last because I think I disagree with everybody here. We'll see. Okay. Oh. What What about you, Max? God, where do I begin? I'll try to keep it brief. So, three armed men, uh, one arm, unarmed guy who was going for a car. Now, I do see how some people might say, well, if, if he's going for into his vehicle, he could have a weapon in there. And that is a warranted fear. Lots of people keep their guns in their cars. A lot of people keep them in their car doors. And that, that is a real threat. I think that the game changer is the fact that they had hands on him and they could have pulled him away. They could have done this physically without use of lethal force. And um, if you are going to use lethal force, you shouldn't just like mag dump into a motherfucker. You, you, you should be precise and efficient. You, you don't just open fire. I don't think that I, I don't think that that's, how their training teaches them to do it, and I don't think that that's how it should be done. That it was, it was not professional. Um, so in all bad shot, I would, I, in my opinion, I, I don't think that it was very warranted when they had other options. If the situation was a bit different, I might have a different opinion. Okay, well, um. I have to say one thing in response to Paxton first, which is, I mean, uh, eat ass, smoke grass, and always aim center mass, man. Yeah, yeah. You're not Joe Biden. Fire two shots into the air or aim for the leg. That that's not how you roll. When you're defending your property, that's different. Whenever they're presenting a life or death situation to you, that is different. When you have three on one numbers on them, you can go fuck yourself. The only time their guns should be out of the holster (laughs) is when there is a dead, like there's a threat of deadly force. So unless they're willing to kill a guy, your gun should not be out of the holster. All right. So, um, is it the moment we're all waiting for? Patrick? uh, No, I didn't get to finish. I just wanted to start (laughs) with that. All right. Shut the fuck up, Paxton. Anyways, um, on that note, I have had a chance to look at a lot of videos that were longer than that, and I watched them follow him around the vehicle. And during that time, people are yelling at them that there's kids in the car, at the cops that there's kids in the car and stuff like that. And they get a hold of him and everything like that. I think that they could have used a non-lethal force. Um, I, I really do. With the three of them there, I think they could have used non-lethal force on that on my big question is if there were police already there and he was breaking up a fight then why did they even go after him in the first place what was their business with him i don't think that they had any business bothering him in the first place they should have been trying to figure out what was going on before they jumped someone's ass but they always go out there and they go straight to violence they don't investigate they're too afraid for that these days. And if you're that fucking afraid, you don't need to be a fucking cop. 
So I think bad shot. Their, their that? investigation was, oh, fuck, a black guy. Let's go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> nice flag. What do you think, Patrick? I think, uh, Mike, you got it closest, actually. Um, you were the only one of anybody here that really asked how the situation started, which is how ethics are determined in any situation. Like, what were, who was this guy? What was he up to? Um, was he wanted? Answer, yes, he was. He was actually, he had a warrant, an open warrant from July 7th on pending accusations of criminal trespass with domestic abuse, felony in the third degree for sexual assault and domestic abuse. Um, this is an open warrant. Like if they had just bumped into this guy randomly, any of us blue blue line gang or not would have had the right to have detained this guy to make to uh, to get him off the streets to protect whoever, you know, he might have sexually uh, assaulted. Um, so it and, and all this is a big if statement because this is what the second day we know almost yeah. nothing about what what was going on, what the background was, who this guy was. Like, we already know that uh, in 2015, he pulled a gun on a guy at a bar when he was drunk and uh, tried to get away. The cops had to sick a dog on him. He fought the cops. Um, like, he he's he has a history of uh, of crime with a weapon. He's got a sexual assault, uh, a sexual assault open warrant, which I'm, I'm not advocating for blue line gang members here, folks. Most of the episodes of my channel over the past year have been calling out murder by the blue line gang. Yeah. Uh, that's not who I am. I don't have a bias towards them, but I'm just saying we need to be careful and, and hold our opinions until we know all the facts of the situation. Um, and, and anything I say that a cop can do is something that I would say that me or you or any one of us could do. And if a guy, you know, has a sexual assault going on, then, He's he's given up a claim to rights or self-defense, in in, at least to a certain degree. Now, all that said, I'm not saying it was a good shoot. I'm I'm sure that there are other ways that that situation could have re, could have been resolved without that. But um, you know, he had an open warrant for sexual assault. Is that confirmed now? Because I didn't know if that was confirmed or not. I, I heard uh, it according to Wisconsin. Wisconsin Circuit Court Access Online Records, Jacob S. Blake, same age, same address, same block where the shooting occurred, had a warrant for uh, uh, misdemeanor criminal trespass to a dwelling with domestic abuse modifier, uh, felony third degree sexual assault with domestic abuse modifier, misdemeanor disorderly conduct with domestic abuse as a modifier. So all three of those were an open warrant uh, from July 7. So like a month and a half ago, right? Uh, we, we also have I to guess, consider what um, did the cops on the ground know? Did, do you, well, yeah, that's is there what I was Because, like, I was like is it, maybe they, because if they pull you over, they run your ID and they check that type of shit. But it's, I'm not sure if it's possible for the cops who have known just pulling up to a scene and seeing them that this was happening. So it's possible that they were trying to ar arrest him for that, in which case I would maybe yeah. not say good shot. I would say could have been handled better. But, of course, no big loss to society, right? Uh, they get the wood chipper. But we we need to also consider, like, the situations. Because the cops are people. They're not omnipotent gods. They don't know everything. They can't fucking search a database in their head and find out who has a warrant open from some retinal scan. They, they have to figure this stuff out. And it does depend on their investigation. Was their investigation, oh, fuck, there's a black guy? Or did they look this shit up? Um, depending on how that ends up turning out, I think that that would make a big difference. Good shoot, 
no, I don't think that there's any way to spin this to be good. Justified, probably not. Not, not at all. <laughs> I, would I, mean, like I think that they were justified in harassing him if they already knew about it. If they don't know about it, then they're just picking a random guy and fucking him up because that's what they, and they do have a tendency to do that. Like here in Arkansas, we had a guy like accidentally put his car in neutral instead of park and the, the car slow rolled a little bit. And the cops thought that was a good reason to put sticks through the windshield into his chest. Like, they jumped the gun, y'all. Uh, no pun intended. So, like, it could be something like that, but we don't actually know. Like, if it does turn out that they knew, like, they are, they there were cops there. Maybe they had already been looking into it and everything like that, and they were going after him for that. You're right. And uh, if they were, then I guess they had a reason to harass him over some violent crimes and stuff. I don't like violent crimes. But, uh... I don't think anybody's going to disagree with not liking violent crimes. I would like to rebuttal what Patrick said, not entirely of it, but a partial uh, portion of it. If that's okay, if we can have a rebuttal. Yeah, go for it. Um, the rebuttal is, um, now this is very nitpicky, so he is welcome to rebuttal back with probably a better, uh, better point. Um, I only knew of the video... Uh, I knew more about the aftermath, the rioting. I did not know the backstory about uh, Jacob or the police. I just saw that two and a half minute clip and then I went straight to the riots. I didn't do any research uh, from that time till this uh, time when this show started. So I did not know his background. I did not know why the cops were called there. I did not know anything and I did not do my research. So I would put some blame on that on me. However, I did say specifically that in those three seconds, I did not know whether the police de-escalated or escalated the situation, which does uh, tend to lean to proto-ethics. Um, not necessarily hard ethics, but it does lean toward that. So my uh, rebuttal is I did do the inquiry about what the procedures were prior to getting to Jacob and uh getting Jacob killed. Um, however, everything else uh, that um, uh, Patrick has said, um, I hands down agree with. So what about these riots? Are they good riot or bad riot? That's the ultimate question. Because there's no, because yeah. there's obviously a big gray area when it comes to well, shooting itself. For, for me, it's the aftermath. That's what I, we're my, make well, I saw about an hour to two hours worth of rioting. Um, and that's where my interest came from. And this is what I saw. This is where my uh, issue is that no one was really focusing on, and everybody here should focus on more. Everybody's missing the point. The what police force and the police vehicle and the munitions they were using all were militarized. There was nothing there to indicate that it was just a regular police force. There were state troopers there. There were National Guard there. There were private military security there. And there was maybe a smidgen of county police there. And I think we've all seen the video with like the bear cat and the oh, molotov no, and the dude getting hit in the head, it, right? There's a line. You can see the video of the line of all the uh, the police uh, and the protesters. You can see the line through where one of their streamers went through there and just documented every single police officer or uh, law enforcement official. There was no indication they looked like a police officer. 
not in the video that I saw that, were, that was two and a half minutes. What I saw in the riots were actually militarized individuals that were there for war, not for, you know, making sure that the, the crowd had their own, that the crowd was taken care of to make sure they weren't hurting themselves or hurting other people or the buildings. They were there confronting the protesters as if there was a war in Iraq. That's what I saw. And that's what's striking is every protest that turns into a riot, the protesters and the rioters are separate. And that's not, that's not getting reported. They're combined. Now, I had in the beginning misidentified these protesters as rioters because that's all that I saw until I saw real journalism on the ground from these actual people documenting that mainstream media is not there at all. And when I, when I saw that with my own eyes, I like, now I see what they're saying, that the protesters are hanging back. They're, they're, they're not even involved now. They may say Black Lives Matter occasionally, but the rioters come in and push, uh, they physically push the, the protesters out of the way, and then they start throwing stuff at the uh, law enforcement officials. That's when they show up with the Bearcats and the militarized police. And after that, once the police sort of barricade the protesters in, the rioters sneak around the buildings and start looting. That is the modus operandi for the past several months. They've been doing that. And so we need to make sure that we don't lump in the protesters with the rioters. I did that by mistake early on because I didn't see it with my own eyes until now. And they've been doing this. And so that's my thing. When I, when I see this right now, I have to give up sleep time for this. But I, every single stream, two, four hours of this, and it's a repeat pattern. Protesters come in, they are not the rioters. They come in and they get pushed out by the rioters. When the rioters come in, they're diversion. There's another separate group that come in and loot. And when they loot, they, they, that's what you see at the end of the news stations on the mainstream media. So now yeah. when you see that, I, I get it now. I just unfortunately I had to go through all these streams, live streams and videos to do that. I but am so now, glad. We need to focus on militarized police and the Libertarian Party and Anarchy, the B-Boys need to make sure that the message is we need to not only defund the police, but demilitarize the police. Both the Why do we need police in the first place? Have, but, have militarized the police. And that's not the BLM movement, not the organization. The movement needs to really focus on that to get the point across because it affects everybody across the political spectrums. Yeah. So what, but what I've actually seen is a little bit different from that. I've seen that the people who were protesters morph into rioters. I, I haven't seen firsthand any of like the burn everything, loot everything, crazy right. bullshit that's happening. But the things that the police are calling riots is just a bunch of uh, protesters standing on the wrong piece of property. I, I got shoved off of uh, city property that me, my family, my friends, everybody I know paid for. We, the people paid for this shit. We paid for that police building. And I still got shoved off of it by a guy with a shield and held at pepper gun point. So I, I see that when it becomes a riot, at least when the moment that the police determine that's a riot, it's usually not the fault of the protesters. Their actions usually don't change. What changes is the response to them. So it's we're just getting followed and then, oh no, it's a riot. 
Right. And then there comes the tear gas. There comes the guys with the shields. There comes all this shit. And that's what gets people angry. That's what gets people to start retaliating. And I would, I would say that retaliation against, um, unjust acts on the part of the police is what, what's happening was well, a lot of the protesters that are actually doing real protest and real movements are getting lumped in by law enforcement as yeah. anybody who's protesting oh, yeah. will be a rioter not it, it's, it's like they don't have any sense of individual of the yeah, individual right individual. one dude in the back across the street throws yeah. a fucking water bottle and then all of a sudden, 500 people in the street are all of a sudden domestic terrorists. Yes, well, that's what happened to us in Tulsa. Like, one guy threw a fucking can, and they were like, all right, gas them all, boys. And we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like they were waiting. It's like they're waiting for it. Like, they know that somebody's going to do something, and they're um, going to use that as the excuse to do everything. I've observed else. a little bit of both and then some. Like, I've seen instigators on the inside but i've also seen like the protesters and stuff find those instigators and like chase them off nobody got hurt but like they were chased away and and chased off and stuff i've seen the police actually arrest some people hiding bricks so that stuff wasn't a, a myth um that was pretty effed up um i've seen uh you know like so there's people coming into the protest groups that are like trying to actually screw things up and it it seems to be from a myriad of other places and groups and stuff like that. So it's got everybody real paranoid of each other and everything. And that's what um, they want. They want to divide and, and conquer. They want us to fight. Yeah, and I've noticed that um, I've seen protesters turn into rioters. I've seen like pe peaceful protesters get gassed and shot up and they get angry. And the next thing you know, they're burning cop cars um, and financial buildings and stuff. And then you have, I've seen rioters, I mean, I've seen looters come in from the side and start looting shit and everything like that. And then like, you know, so like, I don't, I don't know. I've seen it from all around. I just, I think that um, there's too many groups and too much going on out there for anybody to be generalizing this stuff. We need to be looking at individuals and individual situations, but like, I just don't think that's how our society is built right now. And I also, like, I'm really concerned about this, like, because they seem to be allowing, like, they're standing back and allowing some stuff to get a little bit rough so they can come in and, and push yeah. down. I mean, who would think about that they're yeah. setting us all up? Like, you know, like, this is a perfect reason for them to come in and, and put the iron fist down. Kenosha is not well known for it being a militarized town. And yet they have some of the most advanced militarized weapons on their police force. Well, it's not a well-known town in the first place. We're talking well, about. Yeah, what I'm saying is <laughs> some of these smaller towns in Alabama have had grants from both the Bush and Obama administrations to get militarized police units. And Basically, every police force has those. Yeah. Every, every police yeah. force has. Of, like, I, I know our sheriff's department has a motherfucking tank. What, why what the fuck are you going to run into yeah, in the exactly. U.S. that requires a tank? Please enlighten <laughs> me if any of you guys can tell. What the hell are they using that tank for? Paxton, Patrick, you guys got anything to say about this? Uh, I want to say that I still, I, I'm pretty sure that it was a bad shoot. 
Um, I think we don't have enough information by any stretch to judge the ethics of it yet, but it was probably the case that the cops didn't know who the guy was, just expected him to get on his knees when they told him to. And when he didn't, they escalated to deadly force because that's what cops do. That's what I suspect happened. But um, we just have to kind of withhold judgment until we know more information. And, you know, Again, judge judge these pigs as no better or worse than any other human with no more or less power than any other human in any given situation, and things will already become pretty clear. So I think this one we just need to wait for more info. I do have a I do have some objections. He definitely sh- no one should ever shoot to wound. That's a that's a tactical that's a bad plan just flat out. If you pull your gun and if you point your gun at something, you need to destroy that thing. Um, you don't. You never de-escalate a situation by escalating to deadly force. That's always an escalation, and if you're going to take it to that level, you need to be prepared to finish it. The one shot is okay. Two shot is murder thing. Also, bad, bad advice from a tactical perspective. Again, if you're going to escalate to that situation, you need to, you know, at least take. Like, what are they? They should. They hit him seven times, and he survived. He could have still been functional enough to grab his gun and shoot back. That's now this is in a neutral situation, not this one specifically that, you know, we don't know the ethics of yet. But if you are in a self-defense scenario, don't just shoot one bullet and then wait to see if he shoots back. That's bad. That's bad advice. Um, Could have pulled him away. Shouldn't have mag dumped mag dump. I can kind of see I'm kind of on board with probably shouldn't have mag dumped. That was uh, that was probably uh, excessive. Um, And I'm and, and they do bring that kind of stuff up in court. Um, they do bring up the number of rounds and they do make the person justify the rounds that they use. But, um, I, I agree that that wasn't professional, so to speak. So those are my thoughts need to be accountable for every single one of those rounds. It's hard to do when you're just pow, 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 pow. You, you really gotta, especially if you're a cop and you're supposed to be trained to do this shit. You gotta know where those are going. Well, what do you think about the protests and riots resulting of it too? Like, uh, Oh man, it's, uh, it's, it's a, a retarded situation. That's what I think of it. I think, you know, when they when they rightfully try and redress their grievances against, you know, their government and they get nowhere for years and years and years. So they escalate to violence against the government. I mean, I can't really complain. They're they're justified in redressing their grievances against a government that doesn't represent them. And that has become very non-consensual. But when when they go next door and burn down, a, you know, an entire car dealership and then just start walking up the street, you know, door to door to door to door, mm-hmm. destroying, looting, stealing from all the non-governmental uh, you know, businesses uh, up and down the street. That reveals that it has nothing to do with the principle of the situation. It has nothing to do with redressing their grievances against their government. It, it reveals that they're just out there to loot. They're just out there to, to steal because they have an opportunity. You know, there's a window of opportunity to do a lot of the you know bad things that they think is justified. It gives them an excuse to justify their actions, but those actions reveal their, their true intentions are not just, you know, they're, they're fed up with their government. That's, that's absurd and naive and, and it's evil. It's bad. Yeah, no, I actually, I totally agree with that. I think that like, you know, I think it's understandable that people are out there and they're angry and they're freaking out and they're breaking shit. And I'm totally for, like, I'm, I won't lie. I'm totally for burning cop cars and financial buildings and, and government buildings and stuff like that. Go for it. Um, 
but if you start coming for like our communities, there are people out there who are willing to stop you and good for them. And we should all be coming together as a community to protect our communities if the need be. Because and, you know, I was surprised that called for. I was surprised that the location that they're riding in, I mean, it's got plenty of gun owners. I'm a little dismayed actually that there weren't people out there defending that property more than there was. I I'm I'm waiting to see the resistance that's necessary for the for the immoral half of the looting that seems to be going on. Yeah, because Wisconsin isn't exact. It, it's not. This isn't like California, Chicago, or New York. Right. We're talking about here. Like uh, I know that it. While it is kind of blue, it it does have a strong gun culture there, and I'm surprised I didn't see more people with rifles out on the street there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a big pickle because like you know people are gonna they're gonna use all these different things that are not quite correct or the fact that people are jumping the gun and stuff to devalue the actual legitimacy of people being unhappy and i hate that like it's like really gonna stop them from being unhappy or looting anyways um i just i worry that it keeps getting worse and that the next thing we're gonna see is some sort of freaking like militant lockdown all over the place not that we're not already like facing something relatively close to that because of the corona. Here's something super edgy that you can clip and take out of context and ruin my life with. Oh, let's hear it. This this might also get everybody uh, on YouTube banned. So, um, oh god, here we go. Let's let's do it. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually it's pretty reasonable, I think. Get me canceled. No balls. Let's go right now. So, you know, back in the day, back when slavery was still a thing, and people were starting people were starting to call for the end of slavery, and the racists and the slave owners and the people that were pro-slavery back in the time said, "Look, even even if it is the the right and good thing to do to free the slaves." They're too dumb. They're basically like animals. They can't even take care of themselves. If you don't have, if they don't have a master, they're going to run amok and just destroy and loot and 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 be criminals. Uh, just you know, because they don't know any better. They can't be any better. And and so back in the day, you'd have to rebut that by saying, you know, obviously it doesn't matter even if that were the case. Blah blah blah. You'd go through the whole anti-racist argument. But isn't it interesting that the people that are out in the streets supposedly fighting for Black Lives Matter to end racism, to be anti-racists, are looting and and behaving poorly and doing a lot of the things that the racist slave owners back in the day would have predicted that they would have done? Isn't that kind of a shouldn't they be self-aware enough of their own contradictions? Like, look, what are we doing? This is not this is not how you fight racism, if anything. You're emboldening whatever few racists that still exist today. That they, they can now like say, "Look, look, our our grandfathers were right. Look at these few hundred people." Now, obviously, we're talking about a few, a couple hundred people out of millions of peaceful black people, and uh, it's it's a terrible atrocity to collectivize everyone together in that way. And of course, I don't agree with any of that. It's just it just shows a lack of self awareness in the people doing this stuff. Um, and in a way, it sort of gives the the racist ammo, which is the exact opposite of being an anti-racist activist. You're you're arming the racists at this point. You should probably stop that. 
You hit the nail on the head. I can't tell you how many times in the past couple of months that I've heard from mostly boomers. Um, oh, well, I, I'm not a racist, but look at what the blacks are doing now. Like, this is insane. Look at what they're doing. I hear it's a lot of they's, a lot of they's. And, um, it, it's, it is shocking. Cause I hear that and I'm, I'm like, okay, so how the fuck am I going to approach this? I can either say, I can either agree. Yeah. The pro what they're doing is not good, but then they're going to think I'm on their side. Or I can say, well, you're a racist for, like, generalizing that. And, th- and then they think I'm a rioter, which I'm not a rioter. I'm not, I can't speak for everybody here, but these people don't necessarily speak to me. That, that's just a little thing for anybody who's trying to hire me in the future. Um, but you, you, can't, you can't really – when you shoot yourself in the foot like that, like this BLM organization, not necessarily the movement, the organization is doing – you're kind of leaving those of us who support peaceful protests in a shitty situation. I am all for not necessarily peaceful, but nonviolent protests. If nobody gets hurt, then I would say that nine times out of 10, that protest was justified. And you're, you're kind of trashing our opinions, our, our views. You're making everybody look like a fucking idiot. Whenever we say, yeah, we should support the protesters. And then people turn around and do fucking shit like this swearing a lot because I'm angry about this. But we, we can't... How? What's your guys' opinion? How are we going to handle this? How do we handle the fact that now and for time immemorial we will be known as those people that supported those people? Look, I don't give a goddamn. I support protesters. I support writers. I don't support looters. Fuck off looters. You know, um, and I, I know that I understand that people are upset about things being damaged and I don't necessarily like um, people's private things being damaged. And I don't agree with that, but like we have gone to, we have been like, people have been peaceful for a really long time. This has been building for a long time. This isn't something that just happened when they put a knee on somebody's throat or anything like that. Um, We have a tendency to build up a pressure and at a certain point it breaks and we riot or we have giant protests or whatever and it starts to lessen that pressure and then they start to give us things that give us like the 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 happy vibes and we feel like we've won something so we can hit the snooze button and roll back over again and they can just keep going and the things that they supposedly gave us they can then spend the next 10 to 20 years taking apart um and we do this over and over and over and over and i can't help but pray that one of these days people are not gonna take it they're not gonna hit this news button and roll over and they're gonna keep pushing but and and so like i i gotta support this largely i just hate the looting like i don't think we should be attacking each other over this we're not it's us versus them and them is not yelling them is the tyrant I, would I like, feel like we need to keep our anger focused and, towards the organizations that did. That. I just before well, before you go on, I just wanted to add a little bit here because, like, locally, like we have groups um, that are more right leaning and stuff, and they're out there protesting about government overreach and not wanting to wear their masks, and they're talking about how you know, like the police are the bad guys because they're going to come make you wear the masks and stuff like that, right? And then. On the other side of the street on different days, we have a group of people who are out there 
protesting against the police and their overreach and the government overreach and everything. And, you know, I go to look at all of these things and I go to stream these things and I see y'all are all complaining basically about the same thing. But at the same time, the media has managed to twist people's minds enough that they talk about each other at their protests. They're not in group. Like they're sides. And the only thing keeping them from all coming together to turn against the government is the fact that they think they're against each other, which is the weirdest shit I have ever fucking seen. And if there was any way I could bring all of you guys to the same fucking table for just 10 fucking minutes. You're still doing air quotes. I would wait for that. Sorry, I got all into it. I kept doing the air quotes. You've just been like this for the past minute. Anyways, well, I, I, like, I just needed right. to get that out. <laughs> I was just going to go and say, uh, you know, during a lot of these protests, there's all there's also been police influence in of itself. We've found police infiltrating these various groups to cause issues, specifically going out there to cause issues, to ramp up the tension. And is it necessarily right that these people will... Uh, follow along with that and start, you know, causing, you know, taking a protest and turning it into a riot. Not necessarily, but the point is, is that the uh, initial torchbearers, I, I would bet money, is always going to be somebody that's got a secret agenda. I would bet that it's someone within within uh, the police or somebody within uh, the government. I think they want us divided. I think they want these protests to be seen as a negative by certain groups of people. That way it doesn't get the momentum that it does deserve, which is the defunding of the police and looking at that in an educated way. It splits the country by and keeps it at an uneducated level. It keeps it at a level of, well, we need to defund the police because they're killing us and we need to not defend the police because they are you know, protecting and serving rather than really observing what the issue is with the police. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's... I don't think it's so simple as as to say that it's the the protests and riots in of itself is causing harm caused by the actual rioters and protesters. I think it's more of a out uh, an external influence that's causing issues with it. I think that there's people purposely going in there to cause problems with it, to hurt the message. I would like to play God's advocate. Oh, and uh, sort of piggyback on what Patrick said. And do note that because of the similarities about the people that are saying, well, you know, most of these protesters are of a certain um, melatonin, uh, melanin, uh, a melanin. Melatonin. They're sleepy. Melanin. They're really sleepy. Yeah, he put me to sleep. Um, that they're, they're the group, the America First group is pushing to let Americans know specific crime statistics, specific uh, scenarios. And you see it in the protests and the riots that a lot of dark-skinned individuals are causing this. Now, why is that? And they're not calling out the black-on-black -black crime in Chicago or D.C. or St. Louis or Baltimore. And there's a lot of uh, House uh, candidates, Senate candidates that are running on this platform of America First and Nick Fuentes, Michelle Malkin, Vincent James, and the ilk of that nature are pushing the, the far uh, right in this country to go along. 
that there is 13% of a population that commit 50% of the crimes. Now, whether you disagree or agree with that, that's irrelevant. They're pushing that out there, rationalizing a lot of people and gaining seats both in state and Congress. Now, that being said, the far left are gaining seats. So you're seeing a polarization now, right now, in 2022 and 2024 and 2026. And these elections coming up locally are going to be very telling of where you live politically. And they're going to use statistics, whether they're real or not, fake or, or fiction or fact or fiction, to push an agenda. And we need to be aware of that because a lot of people are going to pull on the strings of the white race, the black race, the Asian race. They're going to be pulling those strings. They're already doing it right now. And it's very hard for me, but I have to be grounded to know that that's not the logic I need to follow, but that's the logical conclusion that's happening that I see. And they're, they're going on this race realism. Um, and the, the far left doesn't even realize it. The far right realizes it and is capitalizing on it. So it's just ironic on both sides, but that's what I see. Um, if you push this to its logical conclusion, People are going to be winning seats in Congress. They're going to be pushing policies and House bills and Senate bills that could affect us all. Speaking of that uh, sort of nationalistic, uh, white identitarian sort of stuff, what have you guys heard about the whole Richard Spencer shit? Yeah, that was fascinating. Yeah. Is he really? Oh God! I I think that this is going. I think this is done by him. Just to sh make Biden look like shit. Just so now the left is gonna be like the Nazi supports Biden, hurry! And then they're just gonna like I obviously he's doing this just to fuck with them. But Good. holy shit, I saw that headline and I almost did a fucking spit take. Like Richard, who did what now? Anybody have thoughts on that? I I don't want to support it. I, I mean I don't even know what's the issue. I don't Richard Spencer, I don't know what's Yeah, don't Richard Spencer. Let's just say he he has good friends in your <laughs> north approximately seventy years ago. Who the fuck is Richard Spencer? Well, before we move on, to Richard <laughs> look, 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 look. There's something. There's something we all have in common. Oversea filter. Lol. Did anybody have anything else to say before we move on to this fucking stupid topic real quick? I'll say that um, I think I think that um, even peaceful protest is almost always a complete is worse than a waste of time. Like with very few exceptions, unless the event is, is designed very specifically to work in a specific way, I think most peace, peaceful protests is worse than a waste of time. Because not, on, not only does it do nothing and actually change nothing, but it makes people feel like they have done something. And it sort of diffuses their activism. It sort of makes them feel like, okay, I did that. Now I can go back to work. Yeah. When, when in fact it, has, it hasn't done shit. Like the government appreciates it. The government, like when we did our, our open carry marches, the government goes out of their way to help us put those events on. Now think about that. Why would the government help us put on a protest helping the government? It's because all of the people involved get riled up. They get all that pent up anger and energy and frustration with the government and they let it out. 
They get it out of their system. They think they've done something. The government lets us, laughs about it, enjoys us wasting our time yelling at them or yelling at you know the walls of their buildings. And then we go home like good citizens and go to job, go to our job the next day and continue paying taxes. It, it's worse than uh-huh. useless because it makes people think they've done something when they haven't. That's yeah, all. I have what, are you, what, what are your thoughts on the difference between being peaceful and being nonviolent? Because I feel like you can be civilly disobedient and piss off the government a lot without necessarily hurting people or damaging property. Walking mute. That that is an option. Not exactly what I had in mind, but streaking is an option, Deco, if you're under that. Okay. <laughs> is, it, is it not time? And did yoga in the street and the cops backed off. That was beautiful. I know a lot of people were calling her a nutcase, but I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Did y'all hear about that? I think think without guns, there's almost nothing you can do that actually, in effect, hurts the government. If you you cost them money, they print more. If you protest and and yell at them because you're angry at something they've done, all you've done is acknowledge their authority. There's almost nothing you can do that actually hurts them. What if, but is it possible to have the guns, to be the threat to be that force to remind well, them yeah, that we're the motherfuckers in charge here without well, yeah, necessarily like, using the guns. Yeah, but then you end like, up... Like, contemporary example of that happening was recently in Virginia. It was one of the biggest open carry marches reminding supposedly those in authority who actually was in charge. And then what did they do? It, it did they continued right the fuck on with whatever they were going to do already. It literally did exact- nothing. But the exact but same it, thing what, happened in Arizona. Made a lot of people think that they did something. Yeah. Well, the same thing happened in Arizona. We had a huge open carry march right in front of our state capitol, and that bill disappeared immediately. Hmm. Did you have more guillotines there or something? I think uh, no, no, but Arizona, we, we don't fuck around. I uh, I agree. I, like I said, you know, like with the whole like building up the steam and letting it out and us hitting the snooze button and shit, you're, you're absolutely right. I feel like if you're only doing it for awareness and everybody fucking knows that and knows that they need to do more than that, then it's kind of a good thing. But the problem is, is that most people don't realize that you have to do more. They have to like, I get really bitter at protests because I realize that like 75% of these people think that this is all there is to do. And then I know that there's like a back room with five people who never fucking sleep writing bills and begging people to sign petitions and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Well. And then we well. get really super quiet. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, stick around. Ask people if you do have to go, if you do go to a protest, stick around. Ask people what, what else you can do. Um, <laughs> You know, like those of you who are putting on your protests, maybe tell people what they can do more. I, I don't know. Like, it seems like here that they're pretty good at that. Um, they've been having a lot of really interesting speakers and demonstrations and stuff. Speaking of which, I was going to ask you, like, so I know that you think certain kinds of protests are not worthless. So, like, what kind of protest would you say wouldn't be like wouldn't like maybe one that educated or spread awareness or what? Feeding the homeless. Like, 
Protests that aren't uh, directed at government. If if your goal with a protest is to influence government, to correct government, to rebut government, to to do anything at all, even send a message to government, you are wasting your time. In fact, you're doing, like I said, worse than wasting your time. But if your goal is to tell the people around you, to send a message to the people that live near you, to um, even just camaraderie. If you want to get together with your friends and just have a fun day of pushing a guillotine up the steps of a courthouse just for funsies, like that's a good, that's a good reason to do it. But to, if you, if you think you're going to be changing anything going on inside the courthouse by doing it, that's, that's when it's a problem. But yeah. You know, go out and break laws to feed the homeless because that sends a message to the homeless. It sends a message to the your community and the people you live near uh, about uh, about how to do things that w- that the government says you can't do. Um, don't wear masks. Open carry. You know what? All all these little things. It's like little ripples that you send out from you all the time. And if your if your protest is targeted at something other than the government, it's probably got a lot greater chance of being effective. Yeah. Pay taxes. Oof. What? Did you just say pay your taxes? I don't pay. You're so fired. Oh, okay. Actually, actually <laughs> that's the thing that I was yelling. I, I, yelled at, I yelled at the cops. I said, um, if you're going to gas us, do it on your own fucking dime. No um, one pays taxes. Taxes are extorted. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, some people voluntarily do it. Some people are... Yay, I want. I, some people are happy to pay their taxes. No, no, and those people are fucking idiots. What kind of status, motherfucker? You have no idea. There are people who are like, my tax dollars are going to do good with the government. My and mom. then I cry inside. My mom. His mom. Even those people are still being extorted. And they yeah. probably. They, they are being extorted, but they're, being, they're voluntarily being extorted. They're not, they're not opposed to the extortion. Yeah, it's well, not voluntary. It's because they've basically been indoctrinated into doing this. This is how society has like pushed people to be and stuff. It's why everybody thinks we're crazy. <laughs> are we not crazy? Yeah, I, I didn't. Put, I don't think. I think I might have missed a memo there. Are we not? Well, honey, to be if this is crazy, crazy, I'm okay with it. So whatever. Max, what happens in the Matrix stays in the Matrix. <laughs> oh, God. Do not, oh, do not talk Matrix. about Channel 4. Plug do, for do the not, Matrix. Yeah, do not talk weird. about Channel 4. Just, what just Channel 4? You know um, what Channel 4 is. <laughs> thank you guys for... Uh, are you guys... Do you guys have anything else that you want to say before we... Before I'm we move towards a little closeout? Oh, and does anybody have anything that they want to plug or anything that's going on? I know that you... Can, I, can I check the newspaper first? Oh, God. Oh my the God. Swiss boy. Oh, it's late. It's Fuck. already an hour and a half in. We'll do yeah. that next week. Oh, oh man. I miss the I days of the two-hour-long episodes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, the newspaper's still boring, so... Mike's gonna have to go to the little punk rocker's room soon, so... Yeah. Well, I would like to say thank you for coming on, Patrick. And I'm, yeah, I'm it's taking you. every ounce of my yeah. energy not to fanboy hard right now. This is the Patrick oh episode, part one. Oh, dear. <laughs> there's, no, like- there's no fanboying necessary. <laughs> I'm just a normal jack-off. Remember oh, that. Please. Normal jack-off. The normal, all- jack- the normal jack-off episode. That's... that's- <laughs> Hey, 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 there are children here. Patrick is normal, but 
Uh, he's just a normal guy, but he's a great guy. I'm the Jack. Yeah, definitely. You, we like to bring guests on on Monday, so if you're ever not doing anything and you want to hop in, just me <laughs> up because like we'd love to have you back anytime. We just we tend to just think about what's going on and we bring something to the table and we just we chat about it and try and freaking get people to think a little bit about it from different angles. Maybe sometimes we agree, sometimes we argue. Yeah. Well, uh, we argue. Yeah, but before. Just, uh, uh, Drop me a note anytime you want me to join. Let me know what you're going to be talking about, and I'll see if I have any spicy takes that'll probably get us all taken off your team. I love well, it. Yeah. I mean, like, one of these days we will. We've got backups. Speaking That's of what Bitchute is for. Library and Bitchute. Um, <laughs> and, and we got a D live. You guys can be watching this on instead of Facebook or YouTube, you boomers. Yeah, yeah boomers. I mean, before Max, you have told that children are watching. I mean, are you trying to push parental control and, here? And also, <laughs> if you guys aren't following Patrick yet, um, well, it's disenthrall. Uh, plug your website and your shit, Patrick. Mm. Do it. Yeah, so we have we have uh, after my permanent banning from Facebook, and we lost thousands and thousands of uh, followers there. We yeah. have. Uh, Open up a, a new website, disenthrall.me, where all of our own content is hosted by uh, by us through a separate service. We even have our own payment processor for supporters now, so we're no longer dependent on Patreon or Subscribestar. Uh, so we are becoming more independent. And if you want to watch the show, you can find it at disenthrall.me slash platforms. You can find out all the places that we stream and upload to. And and uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah. Well, you guys get uh, or you're square. Uh, yeah, and delete Discord and come to the Matrix. Yeah, get out of Discord and come to the Discord. Matrix. Discord. You better not delete your Discord, Mike. We still have D and D on Tuesdays. Okay, well, Discord is Only use Discord for bullshit then. Um, yeah, thank um, you guys. For the last thing I'll shout out. If the last thing I want to shout out, and I, it, this is, oh. I'm not being paid or compensated in any way for this. It's just important because of what's happening on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, check out the the float social network if you're not there yet like the activity has jumped recently yeah. and my feed is actually starting to almost look like my facebook feed in terms of oh. the number of posts that i'm seeing it's uh it's a little rudimentary still but um it's it's run by a voluntarist that uh that i've interviewed and really challenged on censorship and i would i would suggest that if you're looking for an alternative social media platform i would that's currently my favorite it's okay. interesting you just brought that up because it wasn't too long ago that I was in our tech channel asking people what they thought about Float and seeing if I, I could. I've got it. a Float account, but I'm looking at Parlor to see how censorship happy they are because they're about to become Parlor for me. It was really biased and kind of sensory. Yeah, I mean they're they're going along the lines of Gab, so I may exit Parlor soon. So is this float thing like a voluntarist who basically said, I'll make my own social network with blackjack and hookers and just yeah, and did it? If you guys need something that's like Twitter, you can always go to Liberdon. It's more, um, it's more solid than that. It's not like uh, just like a hacky rebel site. Uh, he, you know, he's got, he's had two rounds of investment and uh, he's okay. the same, same people that run uh, Anarcho Vegas uh, are, are the uh, CEO and, head of marketing for floats, I think. And they just brought on Angel Robinson. I don't know if you know her, but I think she's head of, head yeah. of marketing now. Um, I interviewed him on my channel like a few days ago. And and also, if you go back and look, when Float first came out, I brought the CEO and um, 
and his wife on and i mean i grilled the shit out of him on censorship like we, we, we went all the way to talking about cp uh just wow. to see what it actually was and uh he's pretty committed and he seems to be a principled voluntarist so that's yeah hey i i three you want to have a watch party later this week yeah um i i I would like to actually have like one of our episodes just dedicated going around and looking at each at uh, different uh, social media alternatives. Whether or not they're, they're good enough and do a top ten review. Well, we got to play the YouTube algorithm so we can say top ten rankings. Yeah, exactly. Of- <laughs> Let's do a tier list. Let's do a tier top list. Top ten, you won't believe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, as I said. The government doesn't want you to know. The only other thing that I can think of that we need to plug is that we've got a uh, new shirt coming out soon. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Mike completely forgot the commercial, so we're going to do that another time. Uh, but we're going to be doing a lot can of... No, no, no spoilers. Oh, come on. It's really no. nice. No. Uh, we're going to do, uh, I think, a couple of, like, uh, I'll just say anti-police shirts. Um, so uh, be on the lookout for those. Again, everything that you purchase from our store, subscribe. One of them has a nice star? tropical beach motif. <laughs> Are we doing subscribe star anymore? Or are we quitting that entirely? Um, I think we're gonna hold it up for the find something else. Actually, like, hey Patrick, I've been really wanting to ask you about your peanut stuff. Do you think you would tutor me? <laughs> about my what? About your payment stuff. Would you tell me how that works? Oh, I thought you said a totally different P word. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, oh my. All right, over, <laughs> over at the OnlyFans. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I can, do, I can talk to you offline about that. There's Liberty, uh, there's, there's Liberty Smut that Paxton wrote you can get. Yeah. Only there. It's beautiful. Uh, Mike, link. talk about all of the things with monies. The things with monies? Yeah, just tell the people the, where oh, they can yeah, send yeah, the yeah. money. If you guys want to get into our Teespring and check out the shirts, we're going to have a lot of new ones coming up and everything like that, a couple of masks. Um, Although I don't encourage you wear them because the government told you so. I think you should wear them because (laughs) surveillance state also. That is anti-marketing. Shut the fuck up, bitch. (laughs) Anyways. and uh, we also have, like, we take, uh, if you want to give us donations to help us, like, either make the show better or get out to places and come for more things, or honestly, like, if we can do things that help people in the communities around us, we will. Whatever whatever the heck we can put it to, we definitely will. Hit up our coin, our coin tree down below um, that has, like, USD and um, EU white money and... Uh, that wasn't a racist. Whoa, that was racist. Yeah, that, that yeah, racist. White market but- money. Wow. We, we also take bit cur- uh, we take cryptocurrency and stuff like that. Yeah, you can the coin tr dot three. Uh the coin tree uh what is it? Coin tr Yeah, it's coin tr dot e yeah um ba- uh, backslash mad liberty party. But anyways, it's down there. All the links are down there. We got some Patrick links down there. 
We got Deco's links down there. We got I3's links down there. Get in those links. Check out these people. Come to the Matrix and hang out with us. Go to the Discord if you're a pussy, but know that we don't have very fun conversations there. You should just skip it and go to the Matrix. Unless you need help, come there and I'll help you. Um, yep. Aside from that, don't bother. Um, thank you guys for being here. Make sure that you like and subscribe to all the people, to this channel, that you get off Facebook and YouTube and get over to the D Live and the library and all that shit. And uh, we'll be back later on this week with some stuff. At least on Friday, I know that I'm going to be streaming the JoJo bus coming here to Little Rock. Nick Sarwark is going to be doing the thing. And that's going to be interesting because, like, I'm just, I'm going to try and, I like Ricky. This is for Ricky. This is for Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come out for Ricky. Come, don't do Thank it for you Ricky. so much. Do it for Ricky. He'll love you forever. I will love you long time. Um, sure you will. Until then, or something comes up in between <laughs> now and then, you guys be safe and you guys be free. This, this episode of Liberty is Somebody in your comments was uh, asking what the float address was. It's float.app. F-L-O-T-E-P. All right. Yeah, O-T-E, not O-A-T. Yeah. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Bye. Now Mike is going to try.